On today's edition of the Locked On Nets podcast, there's a scrimmage tomorrow. We talk about that, plus how the bubble has succeeded so far. All that and more coming up on Locked On Nets. You are Locked On Nets, your daily Brooklyn Nets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Nets podcast. I am your host, Josh Bass, uh, flying high after uh, an excellent podcast that my co-host and I did. Uh, and here's the man that led the interview, booked the interview, does it all, uh, Marcus Barahal. Marcus, how are you doing after we talked with uh, with TV writer Joe Mandy? Josh, I'm riding high. My wisdom teeth holes have almost completely closed up. Uh, I'm eating solid food, just trying to chew on the right for right now. Got my left ones out, so uh, almost all the way back, just like the NBA. So I'm on a a similar timeline. Uh, I have some chewing scrimmages scheduled tomorrow that I'm looking forward to. Uh, (laughs) But but yeah, I thought the the Joe Mandy interview was great. Uh, A nice little like change of pace for us. Yeah, yeah, you uh, you got it through that. That was your equivalent of a of a flu game, you know. Um, yeah, I saw. Putting a lot speaking of, work of there. speaking of flu games, I saw a lot of people tweeting like, "Don't don't do that in this in the bubble. <laughs> if you're sick, do not play." Yep, very <laughs> a well little said. different now. Even if it's LeBron in a game seven, you have to sit out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we uh, we had a great interview. Go and, and check that out. Uh, we've been we've been riding high. Joe Mandy, Eves Darboos, and and Eves. If I'm not saying your last name right, please uh, DM me with the the correct pronunciation on that. But former listener of the show that uh, became fed up with ex-host Gavin Shaw, now host of Lockdown Knicks, <laughs> and now he's back. Given uh, our improvement with Marcus Barahal, a bit of a lag time on this because Marcus <laughs> has been hosting the show for uh, for a while. It's it's been like a, a year, and, a year and, a and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had to make sure you know that it wasn't a fluke. He, I did the one year, and then he was like, "Okay, let me not give this guy the big Torium Prince extension up front. Yeah, let me, exactly. Let's, let's let it play out a little yeah, bit. So. Exactly. We'll, we'll let other teams bid on him, and we'll just match and restrict free agency. <laughs> uh, and it's like I had Gavin, no leverage. So. Yeah, it's like Marcus is, is also a Knicks fan. That's fine, but you know, Gavin was just so overt about it, and that's why we hated him. But. Uh, now, yeah, I, try, I try not to talk about the Knicks at all, really. I think not people much to are, talk about. So. Yeah, I think people are are just like not sure where you stand. They think you be like a general NBA fan slash. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I've I've kind of drifted that way. I think. I don't That's know. Good. I That's think good. ever since I like since I worked at the NBA, like, and you kind of watch all the teams, you get attached to like random players and random teams for like different reasons, and so I don't know. I I feel like. I would still say that I'm like a Knicks fan, but it's mm-hmm. hard to say because like they haven't been good in so long, and I haven't like really followed them as closely as I used to, and I'm just not as invested in them. So I I don't know. That's good. We're we're getting through <laughs> to him. We're making progress. Uh, Shipping away. Yeah, Marcus. I so I did a couple minutes uh, that we posted alongside the Joe Mandy interview, basically you know catching up on Nets news, <laughs> mainly that Beasley was uh, not signed given. Uh, he tested positive for COVID. Anything on on that that you have any thoughts there on uh, this this wild uh, turn of events or Michael Beasley? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of crazy 
that it happened uh, so quickly, although I guess like this is the time where it were to happen, like right as someone's entering the bubble, not when someone's like already in and, and ideally is everything's kind of contained. So from that perspective, I guess it's not too surprising, but just kind of the way that the Nets uh, season has gone, it feels like just another uh, unfortunate blow of bad luck. Like they just really can't catch a break at this point. It does clear up one more roster spot that maybe uh, Joe Mandy can sneak into, but it seems like Justin mm-hmm. Anderson uh, is the move uh, for the Nets. But yeah, I mean, not too disappointed because I think we, we kind of talked about it when Beasley and Crawford were signed that like, I don't know, Beasley could score a little bit. He's got some good size, but he isn't bringing a ton to the table. If he's on the team next year, ideally he wouldn't be playing a ton. So mm-hmm. It, it wasn't like a, a huge swing for me either way, kind of neutral to begin with, so not a huge loss. Um, yeah, obviously hope he uh, gets better and everything like that, but right. from right. A, a basketball perspective, not really. Yeah, it's kind, it's kind of like a saving grace because you could just imagine that, and I never thought I would say this about Sean Marks, but yeah, you can imagine Beasley goes out there and you know averages 12 or 13 a game in limited minutes, and they're like, oh, yes, Beasley. You know, we need him in the rotation next year. And it's just like, no, we don't. We know that's not going to work out. Uh, so it's kind of s- saving Sean Marks from making the uh, the poor decision there. Also, your boy, former Nick Lance Thomas, gets signed. Mm-hmm. I'm not super keen on this one also. I think slightly less egregious than some of the others. Um, but really don't see a ton of upside on this one. How, how do you feel? Obviously, you watched Lance for a while. Um, yeah. And were you wowed by his skills? Uh, Josh, before I get into Lance Thomas's skills, let me tell the listeners about rockauto.com. We love Rock Auto. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and super easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Very important. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Was I impressed with Lance Thomas? No, um, but I don't know. He's, he's always been a good locker room guy. He's, uh, or at least he was a good defender. Doesn't really take a ton off the table. That's probably uh, his biggest skill in addition to just kind of like his personality. His biggest uh, skill and... is not taking anything off the table. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's probably not the most ringing endorsement, but, um, it's slim pickings right now. Um, Lance Thomas, I don't really, again, I don't really have a problem with, like, most of these signings. I, I mean, we talked about it. We're more excited for, like, the Dante Hall Mm -hmm. type of Mm -hmm. signing, a guy who maybe has some upside, who maybe, uh, if things go well, could, uh, maybe not crack the rotation, but maybe crack the roster on the team next year, and we'd be happy about that. Whereas guys like Beasley, Crawford, Lance Thomas they're kind of just like warm bodies who can fill the roster right now. And ideally that's kind of all they are. Um, Thomas, no problems with him. Um, but also, as I said, no real 
big pluses either. So, right. uh, you know. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually really excited for Dante Hall. Am I, like, the only one? <laughs> He's going to be able to play. I think you may have been quarantined a little too long, Josh. No. I mean, I'm excited for him too, but, it, yeah, it's all relative. Like Relative, exactly. And the other thing about Beasley that I, I forgot to say was that uh, obviously not happy that he has the coronavirus, but uh, happy that he will not be taking minutes from Rody Krooks um, as exchanging emails with former guest Jonathan Charks. And he was kind of saying that he was hoping that that didn't happen with Beasley and with Crawford, them taking minutes from some of the younger guys. Hopefully this means maybe a little more Chioza and Krooks. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Hopefully Crawford doesn't take too many of Chioza's minutes is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I mean... I think Chioza jury's still out a little bit. I think they'll probably give him a decent amount of run. But Kuruks, I mean, he is gonna he's gonna get his shot to to show yeah. what he's made up. I mean, they the, the forward position is just barren for the Nets and you know, given that he's only in his second year and it's not like he's a Musa type where in two years he's really done nothing. He did contribute last year, so I think, you know, they're yeah. obviously he's you know, secluded in a bubble right now, but they are looking at it as a bit of a fresh start for him, given how poor his season was both on and off the court and, and a lot of factors going into it. But he actually could be one piece that, you know, I'd love for him to stick as a net if he can play well, but he might be someone that can really rebound his trade value after this. And maybe they look to package him uh, as maybe a, a third type of piece as part of a uh, mm-hmm. a package to get, someone who can make a, a big impact who that player is is, is i think kind of jury still out on that but crew definitely could help the nets either on the court or in the future with roster building based on how he plays yeah i mean we saw it uh, a lot last season he was kind of the only guy who would bring that effort and energy on the defensive end especially um that's where i think he can make more of an impact on the offensive end um he can shoot a little bit. He can kind of drive if he gets, like, a first step. He's, like, so long that he can kind of, like, finish those little finger rolls past guys. But his his best skill is, like, hounding on the defensive end, kind of jumping passing lanes, and then leaking out in transition where he's pretty effective. So mm-hmm. um, if he can bring that kind of, like, excitement and that fast play to Orlando and show kind of that flash of what he was last season, he's a guy who I'd love to see get some more minutes, maybe rebound uh, from where he's been this season, because it really fell off a cliff for him. Yep. Also, excellent cutter, which I, I love. Yes. I love a good cutter. Um, but yeah, well, I think we'll be interested to see what happens with him. I think he's someone that's relying on other guys kind of getting him the ball in optimal situations. Yeah. And for his sake, I hope he overlaps a lot with like Levert or Chioza even, because those are really the only two guys on the Nets roster at this point that can set guys up maybe Tyler Johnson a little bit, but he's more of a slashing type of uh, lead guard. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, but, you know, Nets had their first scrimmage tomorrow. Bubble is Bubble's looking strong right now, so no positive Bubble COVID. is a problem. Yeah, bubble is a problem. No positive <laughs> COVID tests. Uh, are you surprised it's working out this well? Like, great content. Um, you know, all these kind of bubble vlogs that are popping up, whether it's Matisse Thibel, JaVale McGee, guys shotgunning beers like jj reddick and myers leonard i wish i was there with them barber shops getting put in place uh it seems uh, kind of fun uh even though obviously the circumstances are extremely <laughs> unfortunate yeah i'm 
I, I'm not that surprised, actually, just because I watched a little bit of the, the TBT, the basketball tournament, earlier this month, and their statistics from their bubble look kind of similar to what we've seen from the NBA, where there's a few tests that people that test positive at the very beginning, uh, you kind of have those people either leave or, or quarantine and then either come back or stay out or whatever. But like the people who come in and they're not testing positive when they come in, like it, ideally they shouldn't be exposed to anything inside the bubble. So it kind of makes sense that they've they've gotten it down to zero. I'm glad it happened before any games have actually been played. That's a good sign to me. So uh, it's kind of just about maintaining that, maintaining the integrity of the bubble, which I'm a little nervous about just because it seems like guys can kind of come and go a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. Staff members can kind of come and go. Whereas the, the TBT um, I think I saw a sideline report during one of the games where it was like all of the players from all the teams were in one hotel, like literally one building, not just like where the NBA has it, where it's like, they're all kind of in one general region. Like it was more of a lockdown there, fewer people, but still. So uh, a little bit nervous to see how it goes um, in the coming weeks, but definitely a positive sign uh, that they're down to zero positive cases. That's a great thing, obviously. So uh, hopefully it keeps up. Um, but yeah, the bubble does look fun. I would love to go down one of those water slides. Uh, saw JaVale and Kuzma doing that. Um, where would you be, Josh? Would you be golfing on the water slides? What's your What would your leisure activity I'd be? Water, I'd be water slides. Definitely <laughs> not golfing. Actually, I'd be out on a boat, which I saw... Um, which I saw Matisse Thibel, Tobias Harris, and, and the OG Chop Cheese Kyle Quinn try to do, but like they failed doing it, and they, they got a faulty boat. Uh, I'd either be doing that, chilling, reading a book, or water slide. Definitely hmm. not at the DJ with Dwight Howard. Uh, he's not wearing a mask. Maybe I'd be at one of the other um, DJs at the other hotel, but not uh, not with Dwight. <laughs> I yeah I don't really see the appeal of the of the DJ set. You're partying. If it's like ju- I know, but if it's like just the players, like just put on like a speaker and hang out. I don't. You don't need like a whole DJ. It's because I feel yeah. like part of part of like a DJ thing is you like go out. There's people you don't know there. Right. Um. You know maybe <laughs> yeah, there's, exactly. maybe there's people you're like romantically interested in or something. But to just go like with your teammates, I, I don't know. You could do that. You could do that anywhere. You don't need it's- like a whole production for that it's like a classic hello fellow kids thing and that's what they think the <laughs> players want like what do the players love to do go clubbing we're just going to recreate the club in a, inside the bubble with no one from outside <laughs> it's perfect i mean what could what could go wrong um yeah you mentioned the T- tbt tournament mm-hmm. uh low-key got a lot of i only watched like a game or two from it but it was really really enjoy uh really really enjoyable yeah. Travis Diener, Marquette alum, uh, hit the the tournament winning shot because everything there has an elo ending. Jamil Wilson, uh, who played for the Clippers last year, I think he had a cup of coffee. He's really good. Like he he could help the Nets right now. He's like really really good as a pick and pop big. Has some athleticism as well. Uh, I'm shocked that he hasn't gotten more of a chance. So he was looking now. I played with. Uh, Played with the Clippers in the 17-18 season. 15 games. Started 10 of those games. 43% on three. So 27 of 63 on threes. How, I don't know how this guy didn't get more of a, a shot in the NBA, but he's actually really good. Yeah, that it was. It, he was really good. Also, I was surprised to see Joe Johnson out there, former net. 
uh, still getting buckets. Um, I don't know. There were a lot of a lot of like names that I hadn't thought of in a while that I saw out there. So uh, yeah, it was, it was good to see. Good to have basketball on. Which um, as bad as some of these games will be, some of these scrimmages will be. At least it'll be like new content to to see. Um, so looking forward to that, if nothing else. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think slowly we're getting more and more nuggets from the bubble. The court was kind of shown on on Twitter today. Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter is above the the NBA logo. Obviously, they have the spe- the seats spaced out uh, six feet apart on the bench, which they did at kind of the practice for all these teams. Also, um, it's it's getting real. It's getting real. The Nets had their first the court tomorrow good. against the Pelicans. The courts do look really good. I'm uh, I'm excited to to have basketball obviously there's so much more important things going on in the world right now um and this has been a great kind of um way to to take our mind off those things but i actually i'm really really excited just to see nba players out in the court like i'm i'm jazzed up uh no utah pun intended for for the (laughs) scrimmage games even yeah um yeah i I was more so looking forward to this first scrimmage against the pelicans if zion was going to be there but uh, even still, like there's a lot of talent on that team, um, and to just see some of these new nets, see what uh, the minutes breakdown kind of looks like. Obviously, this isn't like a full game yet, but we'll maybe get some hints about that. See who's starting and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, a good glimpse at things, and seeing all the talk about like the uh, awards voting happening uh, starting today, and uh, you know, games coming back next week. It's it's feeling real, Josh. I kind of doubted that we would get here but uh here we are with zero positive tests so uh feels like it's all gonna happen yep we're we're doing it we will be there to cover it with you figure we'd uh we'd hop on the line just do a little catch up hope you guys enjoyed this uh we will probably be back in your ears after either the first scrimmage or the second just recapping what we saw um you know which nets look good which didn't who was in shape who's out of shape who's playing (laughs) Uh, and how is Jacques doing uh, in a very, very unique circumstance? Of course, you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We will be there. Rate us and review us. We'd love to hear uh, how your thoughts on how we've been doing, our recent interviews with Jonathan Sharks and Joe Mandy. And, uh, of course, follow us on Twitter. Marcus is at Marcus Barahal. He is much more funnier and clever than I am. Uh, but if you want to follow me, it's jmbass underscore and the podcast account is at Locked On Nets. Uh, until next time, be well. Bye.